and this is the most challenging time of their lives. If anything, uh, I would suggest that the passion and resilience that I've seen from this sector is actually what it's going to get it through. From Travel Daily, I'm Anna Piper, and this is a bonus episode of News on the Fly. Last week, Travel Daily's Bruce Piper conducted the first of a series of interviews with industry leaders in collaboration with the Travel Industry Hub. This first interview provided the opportunity for the wider industry to engage with AFTA CEO Darren Rudd. The wide-ranging discussion included the first revelation of AFTA's planned submission for the upcoming federal budget, seeking an order of hundreds of millions of dollars. Darren shared what this submission will include. So essentially, we'll be asking for uh, a one-off payment to travel agents to help them with a range of costs. Then we'll be asking for uh, relief, financial relief for specific fixed overheads. We'll be asking for um, an extension of the code of conduct and rent relief and or extra rent relief. We'll be asking for um, help with both telephony or telecommunications costs separate to IT cost, subscription-based services, GDS payments, that sort of thing. Uh, We'll be asking also for a bucket of funds for um, after to help businesses on advice as to what point do they look at investing more money and how do we help them with that versus what do I, what are the milestones I need to look at um, in a very clinical way if I, you know, uh, have to look at exiting the business. Yes. So kind of an industry restructuring. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think, and I, there'll be a couple of other things we'll ask for as well. And I am open to other suggestions. And I believe that budget submission was submitted on the 27th of August. And Darren went on to explain that it is planned that the federal budget will be handed down by the Treasurer on the 6th of October. So throughout September, in the time between the budget submission and when the federal budget is announced, there will be a process of lobbying by AFTA, and they're hoping its members as well. Darren explained that AFTA will be providing resources to encourage their members to speak to their government representatives and ensure that the plight of the travel industry is heard by the officials. So basically what we want to do uh, is to get everyone to uh, approach their federal member of parliament in the month of September We'll provide all the documentation in a constructive way to really bring to life um, what this sector is going through, how it is impacted by the fact that our international and domestic borders are closed. uh, And that both in absolute terms and also relative to other countries that don't have that situation. So a part of these resources that will be provided by AFTA will be a script of sorts that outlines what the industry is asking for. And this will include both the budget submission and address the impact of ongoing border closures on the Australian travel industry. We're very much focused on budget submission as well as borders and borders will be very much in the script. We send out to everyone to ask them to go and meet with their MP, either Zoom or in person. Um, And if they can't get the MP, cheaper staff yep. or, or staffer, okay. but we're going to start using the energy, the experience, the tacit knowledge that's there and channeling that in constructively and, you know, basically mobilising this great group of people um, to help get our message across. In recent weeks, there have been a number of current issues and hot topics involving AFTA, and Bruce took the opportunity to discuss these with Darren, the first being AFTA's recent announcement that they will be cutting down office hours to three days a week. Darren was able to shed some light on this decision. Uh, Like most of your viewers will appreciate running small businesses, uh, you need to have a cash coming in um, and you still have expenses. And even if you don't have the cash, and after is the same. We've suspended 
uh, our fees to members and to our allied partners. Uh, the allied partners were on the books, not the new allied partners. <laughs> um, so what that means is we have an organisation uh, supporting staff that has no cash coming in. We are, like everyone probably, we are burning cash. Mm. Uh, as a prudent chief executive of that entity, it's my obligation to reduce the cost structure uh, so that we can sustain ourselves. Our staff, um, yeah. who are quite passionate and can I tell you, they come to work every day and they throw their heart and their mind into supporting the members. So the passion I see outside the office is reflected inside the office and mm -hmm. vice versa. So um, we will all be working to our you know, required days, but it doesn't mean we won't be answering the phone and, right. and emails, but technically, to make it as um, efficient as possible and to set expectations with members, we'll be open essentially from Monday to Wednesday, inclusive. Um, so after that response times might be a bit, a little bit longer, yeah. uh, but that's just to line up all the staff to be either in the office or virtually. Um, there are other cost cutting measures. I'm you know, trying to get out of our lease. I'm trying to look at uh, how we relocate to bring costs out of the business. We've had to strip out everything. Um, and this is just prudent business matter. It's just reality. Um, yeah. So, you know, I've committed to the board, we'll get our cash burn per month down to a certain level. Uh, and we are in this as much as anyone. Another topic that sparked outrage in some quarters of the industry and widespread discussion throughout was the new membership of Webjet to AFTA. Here's what Darren had to say about that. This has uh, been in the works for well before my time. Now, it's in quite mm. simplistically, uh, but totally noting the um, antagonism uh, and respecting that. Um, the reality is this, government only listen to you if you are big and large. Now I'm generalizing a bit there, um, but my experience is if you get everyone inside the metaphoric tent, so we're all working together and we're all uh, approaching our MPs together with one script, with one voice, with one tone of voice, uh, it's a much more constructive way and much more impactful way to deal with government. So not only have we got WebJet in, we'll be approaching other people as well to come in. Thank you to Darren for his clarity and for uh, being involved in this interview. There is so much in that. Uh, this is just a brief summary of an hour-long interview. So if you are interested, I really encourage you to go and listen to or watch the entire interview. It can be found at thetravelindustryhub.com and you can register there and listen or watch for free. Other topics that Darren and Bruce covered include JobKeeper 3 and what that might look like for the travel industry, as well as the future of ATAS accreditation and the ACES chargeback scheme and what might be happening there. Throughout the interview, it was clear that Darren is aware of the hardships facing the industry at the moment and wants to get the message out to ensure that this is known by the government as well. He said, So in meeting um, a lot of people in the sector, my appreciation would be this. Everyone is full of passion. Uh, people have joined this sector out of high school generally um, and or later and worked their way through. Uh, they're dedicated to their customers. Most of their customers' children are now coming through. And this is the most challenging time of our lives. Yeah. Um, if anything, uh, I would suggest that the passion resilience that I've seen from this sector is actually what it's going to get it through. Once again, a huge thank you to Darren for sharing what he and AFTA are doing for the industry as this corona crisis continues. I think he summarised it best saying... And my main focus, to be very blunt, is getting money out of government for travel agents. Thanks for listening. We will be back next week with another bonus episode featuring an interview with Cato Chairman Dennis Bunnick. 
In the meantime, both of those full interviews are available at thetravelindustryhub.com and stay up to date with the latest episode of News on the Fly out now.